Life is full of events that leave you stiff, sore, tight. Think of the feeling you get after a good stretch. Looser, lighter, maybe even happier. Let's lengthen our perspective in life and celebrate our accomplishments together. The But First Stretch podcast isn't just all about fitness. It's about actual people who are bettering their lives in our collective community. It's about coming together and getting inspired in your own life. It's for people who want to stretch their mind, body, and soul by tapping into their own potential and self-worth. And really cool down after the episode with a brief meditation that ties together the theme. Just a reminder, but first stretch. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken, and welcome back to But First Stretch. If it's your first time joining me, I am so glad you are here. If this episode or podcast is something somebody you know would be interested in, share it. Leave a comment or like it on iTunes and Spotify, however you listen. It really means a lot to me, and I know I have some amazing listeners who've been listening for over a year now. And this whole podcast is just about coming together as a community, no matter where you live, and getting inspired to live your best life. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. My Facebook is Jennifer McCracken and FitFamConchi. And my Instagram handles are also JenniferMC3 and FitFamConchi. I'll send some more stuff your way about the episodes, and the people who are on this show. This is my 51st episode. It has been such an honor to have conversations with such amazing people. I love how But First Stretch has evolved over the last year. The pandemic has forced me to use Skype to record conversations instead of doing them in person, and that has allowed me to connect with more people. And it has been awesome to follow the journey of all of these people via social media. In fact, one of my favorite episodes was with Jess Purcell. Her Instagram name is Thoughtfully Sustainable. She's a science teacher. And she talks about cool things that you can do with kids to um, just be a better citizen or be conscious of your own carbon footprint and... She recently has co-authored, I'll say, a book called How to Raise a Global Citizen, and it's for parents of the children who will save the world. That's the kind of subtitle, and it's been so, so much fun to read this book and still kind of connect with Jess, even though it's been a few months since I've last spoken to her. And even though I love my conversations, One of my goals this year was to do a few solo shorter episodes and share some meditations that I'm doing, and this episode is going to be just that. So let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. And the first portion of the podcast is the warm-up. So today I want to talk about journaling, and I think the two main themes of this episode are how to meditate and journal when you feel like you're already crunched for time. I don't know about you, but that's definitely how I feel, and I want to share some things that have been working for me, and hopefully you can pick up on something or even share with me something that you found works for you. So I have talked about journaling. I spent a whole episode on it. I know that a lot of people that I have conversations with are big on journaling. And to be clear, my own journaling has evolved. And I'm going to just share with you what I'm doing now in hopes that, you know, it's something that you can take a tip from here or there. 
And I think journaling is really fascinating because it can benefit people in different ways. You know, you don't have to have certain qualities in your life right now that are deemed popular for journaling, but I do think everyone can benefit from journaling or just kind of taking, you know, brief notes here or there. And a few things that journaling does for us is it sets and tracks your goals. You can examine your own fears and stressors in your life. Like sometimes writing things down allows you to make that connection of what's going on. Where do you feel most anxious? You can self-reflect. You can use positive self-talk to help your mental health. Journaling does boost memory, which is something that I think is really important now as we have so many different things that we're you know, being bombarded with. And it assists with creativity, which is something that I've been working on tapping into. And some people are much more creative than I am. And I think that journaling has kind of helped me tap into my own creativity. So the benefits are numerous. And a lot of, I guess what we'd say by society's standards, um, a lot of successful people journal, including Leonardo da Vinci. And, you know, his journal might look totally different than yours with all of his drawings and pictures, or maybe that is how you journal. Marie Curie, Ronald Reagan, and Jennifer Aniston. And this year, I started journaling with my eighth graders, and my thought was, you know, let's journal to work on improving our writing and our thought process, right? But I think that even for eighth graders and people of all ages here, Um, It goes back to why we should be journaling to begin with. For me, it's been really enjoyable to get to know my students on a different level when I ask them a journal question. And for everyone who's concerned about curriculum, I promise it's related to my history content, uh, the lesson that I have that day. But it's about them. And I think that's, you know, when we look at education, it needs to be relatable to you first, right? So to be clear, I am a sporadic journaler. I go for weeks and then I stop for a while and then I pick it back up. And the last way I was journaling was not sustainable for me and I even had a whole episode on it, but please listen to it. Um, There are some really great takeaways from that episode, but it's just not how I'm doing it right now. That was episode 23 on journaling. So I highly suggest listening to it if this is for you. So I was trying to answer way too many prompts and it was a lot and Our goal, no matter where you are, is to find a way that works for you. So let's dive into the workout portion. And this is exactly what I'm doing when I journal. Um, Basically, it looks like this. When I wake up, I write down one thing I am grateful for. I write down one goal that I have. It could be for the day. It could also be in my life. It depends, again, on how I wake up. What do I need? Do I need to survive the day? Or is this like a deeper goal that I have and I'm trying to attain in the rest of my life. I also write down one affirmation I need. So I'll talk about that in a moment, but that's just three things. One thing I'm grateful for, so building a practice of gratitude, one goal I have, tapping into what I personally need, and one affirmation is just like how I need to get my mindset right for the day. And at the end of the day, I look over what I started with and I kind of assess 
And normally it inspires me to talk about my day a little bit. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'm like, I'm happy with these three things. I don't need to write anything else down. So how it might look is, one, I have so much gratitude for my health. A goal for today is to get the kids outside and moving as much as possible because it's a beautiful day. And my affirmation right now is I am enough. And it's something that I have to tell myself throughout the day. And maybe pause. Pause this podcast at any time. If you have a journal, a piece of paper, just write down what are you grateful for? What is one goal you have? What is an affirmation that aligns with your needs? What do you need to say to yourself? And again, pause this episode if you need to, but just give it a try. At the end of the day, you can look back and see. So I might say, oh, the kids rode their scooters around and we played hockey outside as a family. If it's a long-term goal, what did, didn't you do to help reach it, right? What baby step did you take? And your journal could be three bullets, like I mentioned, or it can be more. You can decide. And sometimes at the end of the day, I don't have it in me to like look back at the journal, but sometimes the next morning I open it up and I can finish it. So it really gets rid of that stressful element when I have more flexibility in my journaling. So my question for you is, what do you think? Let me know. How do you journal? Do you journal? Why or why not? So definitely share what you do with me because I'm so curious and maybe there's something that you can teach me about what I need in my journaling. Um, I normally ask these three questions to people on the show. So I'm going to do my wrap-up three questions. What stretches are you doing in your own life? And besides this obvious tweaking of my journaling into something that's manageable for me, I am trying to plan a new meal a week And it's just something that I want to be nourishing, healthy, and that we can throw into our food rotation. So it's a lot of times things that you might have around the house all the time. And for me, this new meal could be something as small as a smoothie. I'm always trying to sneak in veggies for the kids. It could be a breakfast meal or a dinner dish. Um, Two, what is something that you are enjoying doing in your life for you? And I'm going to kind of say two things here because one of them is for me, but it doesn't Right now, it feels like a little bit of work. Um, I'm getting back into running after giving birth, and it doesn't feel amazing right now, and I'm not thrilled with my pace, and I know I have to have grace for myself, but I'm honestly trying to enjoy each run because it is for me, just getting out of the house and moving in any kind of way is so important. I've also been meditating, and this has actually become a non-negotiable every day for me, in October, I just kind of set, um, I guess I set, made it a habit. I set, I set time aside. I couldn't really work out because I just had a baby and I set that time aside and I found that it really has improved my mindset, especially as we go into this darker season into winter time. And something I can't stop talking about is my cricket. I got a cricket for my birthday and I'm really stepping out of my comfort zone. I message my friends all the time about it and I'm so sorry that you have to listen to my questions and my poor husband has to listen to the YouTube videos that I'm watching. So that's 
what I can't stop talking about in my own life right now. So the last thing that I want to do for a cool down meditation is again, just a quick meditation that you can do. It's something that I have been doing and what's great about this is that it's totally up to you how you want to get situated and started. My only suggestion is to find a position that's grounding for you when you start. So for me, sometimes that's sitting. Right now, it's actually been laying down and I'll have my legs up the wall or I will use my blocks that I have to kind of set up a heart bench. And how you set up a heart bench is you place one block at the highest height and place it behind your head. And the second block goes along the spine. Um, You can kind of put it right at the start of your sacrum, maybe adjust to see what feels comfortable for you. Um, But I'm really liking that position because, again, holding a newborn, holding my kids, I really feel like I'm collapsing in my shoulders. Even when I, like I said, I'm getting into cricketing and crafting, and that's really kind of collapsing my spine. But you need to find something that works for you. It could just be first thing in the morning, sitting up in bed and doing this meditation right before you journal. It could also be something you do at the end of the day. So the whole thing here is just to kind of relax the mind. And what I'm going to have you do this with me right now is just take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Nice and slowly lower the gaze or close the eyes. And just start to notice your breath here. Let your thoughts of the day gently disappear. Your hands can be either next to you on your thighs Maybe even one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. And just take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Inhale in. Exhale one. Inhale in. Exhale two. Inhale in. Exhale three. Inhale in. Exhale four. Inhale in. Exhale five. Inhale in. Exhale six. Inhale in. Exhale out. You can 
keep this for as long as you need. If you notice your mind start wandering after each exhale during the counting, gently bring yourself back to one. There's no need to get past four or five one day. As long as you're just bringing yourself back to the present moment. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of But For A Stretch. I hope you were able to take away a quick journaling exercise and a quick meditation. Have a wonderful day.